What's up, guys? It's Miki, and welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. How is my BK fam feeling? I hope you guys are feeling well, doing well, and if you are not, I want you to take some time for yourself. Make sure you do something that brings you joy. Eat something that brings you joy. I am a foodie, so food makes me happy. And just take some time for some solitude. And if solitude makes you feel worse, then prioritize hanging around people who will uplift your spirits and put you in a better space mentally. Let's also normalize hanging out with friends and not necessarily having to do anything or say anything. There are friends out there, aka me, that, listen, honey, you don't have to entertain me. Give me a good blankie, all right? Give me some food or some snacks and go about your life, okay? Go about your life. So if you need that to uplift your mood, I encourage you to do that. But hopefully we're all feeling great. Hopefully we're surviving the heat. The crazy thing is, is that when summer officially started, like calendar kind of summer, whoa, the temps were not playing. Like where I live, we're in the 95s, 94s. Um, we will end this week in the hundreds. Can you freaking believe it? So everybody, if you work outside in some form, please stay hydrated. Take your waters, take your Gatorades, use your coolers, people, use your coolers. Um, even if you work inside the office, take a water. Like that's how hot it is where I am. Take a water. I feel like just the short walk from the car to the office might kill you. Like take a water, have your snacks and just stay hydrated. So the first thing that I want to talk about this morning, I don't want to say eerie because it's not eerie in a bad way, but it's kind of like crazy, but not crazy in a bad way. Um, Just the way life will kind of connect things and do things. So the exact same day that I recorded the episode that y'all listened to last week about my grandma, she stopped by the house. It was, she had no idea I was recording it. Nobody in my house knew that I was recording it because you know, I get behind a mic, I drop my knowledge, and then I share with the world. And who listens, listens, and who doesn't, doesn't. And no hard feelings either way. Like some people, I would actually prefer you don't listen. <laughs> I've explained this before, but some people, I would actually prefer don't listen. But all the love and support is appreciated regardless. So, anyways, grandma stopped by on the same day that I recorded that. And I just thought, I don't believe in coincidences. Like I might say like, wow, that's kind of like a coincidence or whatever. But I I know that all things are kind of connected and they work together. And even though I may not understand a specific moment in that time as life goes on and stuff, even the smallest things are connected. So she came over, she had dinner with us. We had some chicken and um, it was good. And I know people are thinking you just ate meat. No, we had sides and stuff too. But the point is, is that we had like chicken and stuff together and she stopped by after work and she wanted to see my brother and she talked to us and stuff and just, she was a grandma. And this was a side that my brother often experiences with her, but it was a side that I maybe have very few and fleeting moments where I experienced them with her. And it's not a bad thing. I've talked about in the past of being estranged from my family. And um, it's a pretty normal, common, 
concept by now, especially in today's time. But it's also sad and unfortunate because, you know, I think family can be one of the biggest blessings or curses, depending on how family acts. But the best thing about family is they don't have to be blood. You can create your own family and you can give yourself what you need when you need it kind of thing. So anyways, the point of this is I was able to sit down at a table where I saw my mom to the right of me, my grandmother to the left of me. And after recording that episode about gaining more empathy for my grandmother, after watching the experience my mother had, it was so weird how the very same day, and again, not weird in a bad way, like in a like a cool way, how the very same day God made grandma stop by. Like most of the time we're going to grandma's house kind of thing, but she stopped by. And I just thought, wow, God, like to give me that revelation, to let me record that episode and then to, in a sense, let me, you know, experience it out loud, experience it in real time was, I thought was actually a beautiful thing because it was nice to see my mom and my grandma have positive interactions. It was nice to see um, grandma treat me like a full-blown like grandchild not to say that she ever had step like I knew grandma was my grandma kind of thing she wasn't like oh I disown this grandchild kind of thing it's just that you knew who was prioritized over the other and then again like I've explained when my brother came it just kind of shifted the culture of the family it shook some stuff up and I don't know if it's because he was a boy I don't know if it was because it's such a large age gap, not even just between me and him, but even between him and our cousin, because I mean, her girls were done having kids kind of thing. So when my brother came, it was like, oh, there's a a baby. We haven't had a baby in the family in over 10 years. (laughs) So it could have been that as well, but it was just something beautiful to see. And I just thought, wow, look at the the power and the beauty of God and how the same day that I talked about gaining more empathy is the same day that he brings our person. And I am literally sitting at a table and can feel the power of three generations. And I can appreciate this differently now. I can, I don't understand everything about my mom. I don't understand everything about my grandma. I don't know everything about their stories and vice versa with me. But there is a beauty and feeling like I now have the ability to learn from them in a way that I don't feel like I had the ability to do before. And I mean, I could have picked out lessons on my own, but it's still something so beautiful of being like, wow, like I just feel like I can dive even deeper now. And it's a feeling that I've never had before because I've been so estranged from family. And I think timing is everything. I actually kind of appreciate having a different relationship with my grandma in my adult years because we can talk about the good stuff and she can like get my opinion. And even though I'm still in my 20s, I'm an old soul. Thanks, trauma. (laughs) I'm an old soul kind of thing. And I would like to think that I give some good advice. If people ask, I would like to think that I give good advice, but I'm also brutally honest and I'm like, this is what I would do or this is how I feel, but you are not me. I am not you and never take my word as the final word, okay? Like this decision will be all on you. This is a suggestion, not a requirement. Um, 
and never take my word as final regardless, like whether it's good advice or not. If you believe in God, I always believe you should check in with God because I could be giving advice from the best place and with the purest intentions and I could still lead you wrong because I'm not sovereign. So yeah. And I don't know, guys, it was just beautiful to see. And I wanted to share that moment with you guys because I have talked about the dysfunction in my family a lot. I have talked about the trauma. I have talked about um, the distance between us. And I just want to share the happy moments too. I want to share the full circle moments as well and just keep you guys updated on the journey of like, if you listen to my episodes where I'm estranged, I would have never thought, maybe other people knew, but I would have never thought that I would have these moments. I always experience these moments with my friends and their family. Like since really probably elementary school, but definitely middle school and up, I always, like when it came to like family, family, like outside of like my mom and seeing families interact and loving each other and throwing events and different things like that. Like I saw that with my friend's family. Um, or just like, oh my God, we're having Sunday dinner and inviting everyone over kind of thing. It it just didn't happen with us. And it's not like my mom never wanted it to happen. She absolutely wanted it to happen often. It's just that where people were mentally and where the actions that they chose to do, it kept us estranged. It didn't bring us closer. So I never thought I would have these moments. I'm not mad at it. Um I didn't necessarily feel like I was lacking anything and other people may feel otherwise, but I do want to acknowledge and appreciate even these moments. And for some people, it may be like, y'all sat down and ate chicken, like what's the big deal? But if people really understood the level of estrangement that we were, like we knew who each other were, but I mean, it's almost like family that's family, but y'all don't see each other again. So it's like the funeral, like that it was on that type of time. So for her to stop by without having to be asked, without having to be told to come in and have dinner with us, to talk to all of us and not just pay a hundred percent attention to my brother kind of thing. Like, yeah, it's a big deal. And so I wanted to acknowledge that and share that with you guys. And I hope that gives you guys some encouragement. I hope that makes somebody smile. And I hope that it continues to paint the picture of you never really know where you'll end up with people and family and different things. Like even if you're extremely estranged, um, you have your reasons for being estranged. Like if you're trying to protect yourself, I'm not trying to suddenly be an advocate to be like, oh, all of a sudden, because I had this magical experience, like this one good moment that it's worth like letting down your boundaries and just letting them violate you. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying leave the possibilities open for everything. Don't shut yourself off from it. Protect yourself, protect your peace at all costs. I'm standing 10 toes down on that, but also make sure your heart is open enough to receive the moments shall they come up. All right. So this week I want to share a quick little story and then I'm going to get us out of here. So let me try to paint this picture. Well, before I even paint the picture, let's go here. So weekend recently, I experienced, well, I have been having this feeling of a shift coming and arriving. I just don't necessarily know. And I didn't know how to put words to it. All I knew is what I felt. All I knew is what I had been talking to God about. 
and all I knew is the different things that I was feeling in my heart. Um, but I had, I've sh- shared ish, but not really shared because I couldn't really explain what the shift was kind of thing. So for the majority of it, I, I didn't share it. Um, and then I had this experience where two other people in my life who are in the inner circle had this experience as well. But every, all three of us had our shifting experience and have been, I think have been feeling it for a minute. And it's like levels that I believe to everything in life, but even like when it comes to a shift, because you'll feel it like in the beginning, you're like, "Mm, is this just me? What is this? Like, what is this? I don't know how to describe it, blah, blah, blah. And then you'll like the feeling, it gets stronger and stronger. And then it'll get to a point where you literally start taking the action steps to um, make that shift come to life and make it happen, which is why it's important to protect your thoughts and everything, because you don't want to shift in the wrong direction and you don't want to shift with the wrong people. So continuously check your inner circle, continuously check the people around you, continuously check the people you're even in business with, because to be blessed at home and then have to go to something every day where it's full of like chaos and toxicness, it can bleed out and affect your home or affect other areas in your life. And you want everything blessed and prosperous. We want to harvest in all areas, in the home and outside of the home. And we want overflow so well. Well, I'm not going to say we, I want overflow so well that I can be a blessing to others, you know, and make sure that I am blessing people with the right heart, not on like an ego kind of thing, but with a humble servant-like heart. That is the position that I would like to be in. And thank God I'm saying this out loud on an episode so I can remember because there is a price you pay to, you know, be an overflow and be a blessing to others. Like, yes, it feels good to give and be generous. But what I have learned is that when you are in the position to be good and be generous or when you have the position to be the lender and not the borrower, we're not really specific with how long we want to be it. And also, I don't want to put a time limit. I'm like, I don't want to be like, yeah, God, I only want to be the lender in the bar for this amount of time. Then once it gets past this time, I'm done. Like, I don't want that kind of thing. I don't want that experience. And I've noticed that when people are in the positions, people are very quick to be like, I'm only giving this amount and that's it. Or I'm only doing this and that's it. Or in the beginning, it's like, oh, yeah, this is good to be giving. It's good to be generous. And then the side eyes start coming. Like, uh, I'm giving to you again, or I have to do this for you again, and I'm doing everything alone. And the things that we pray for, if we don't have the right character for them, will turn us into the worst or will taint people's image of us like we could think this person is the most generous person ever and they may truly be but they may not have asked god for the character to sustain however long and to not let their hearts you know harden to being the leader or being um in the boss position or being just the head of the household or just being a generous person that doesn't even have to be just to your people to be to others kind of thing you know you think you want to be it until you are it or until you are it 
for a longer time than you expected or until you are it for multiple different people. And then I've noticed from multiple different people, I'm not singling out anybody from multiple different people, how quickly it is for the heart to turn deceitful or for the heart to get resentful or for the heart to get bitter, um, for thoughts to go adrift. Like this person is using me. This person isn't trying. Like, And it's like, whoa, where did this where did the negativity of a position you prayed to be for and come from? And so I do want to be the lender and not the bar. I do want to be so blessed to be a blessing to others. But the most important thing is to make sure that I have the character and the right heart to sustain it and the right intentions. Again, I don't want it to be from a place of ego. I want it to be from a place of a humble servant, wherever God wants me to serve, however he wants me to serve in whichever form, the answer is yes. And I want to make sure that I have the the character to maintain the blessings that come because there is a backside to the blessing as we talk about, but there's also like a, the different level of emotions that you will have when everybody is dependent on you. Will you still maintain a God-like character? And it's not God-like I'm holier than thou, I control you, I own you, blah, 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 like a tyrant king. or not. It's not like that. Will you maintain the heart posture of being loving? Will you maintain the heart posture of looking at it as literally being able to be a blessing to others, literally being in a position to help others in situations where you may not have had that help or you wish somebody would have helped you with that? Will you still maintain that positive outlook on it Will you let life or the time you've had to do it or the position you've been put in taint the way you look at what it really means to be a blessing to others? And that's something that I kind of keep in mind. Sorry, I had to go off on that tangent, but fast forward back to the shift. So um, the three of us had the shift and it was crazy because it was all individual but then when we talked collectively, it was crazy how synced up we were. Of course, there were differences slightly because we all have very different lives we're all at very different places but we're also connected in our daily inner lives like I talk to these two every week and if it ever gets to a point where it's too long it's like oh let me you alive or you good mentally what's going on like it kind of feels weird for them to not be in the rotation and so for us to sit down and just share the feelings that we had and talk about the shift that we felt and for it to be so interconnected. I was telling one of my friends, I say, yo, this is God. This is God. Because there's no way all of us can have this individual, distinct shifting experience in our own ways. And when we sat down and talked, we all felt pretty much the same thing. And we all felt you know, like I can't even describe it to my BK fam right now. I It's just, you can't make it up. Like I know it was God. And then it also felt good because I was like, even with the shift, if we're all feeling this shift at the same time. It kind of gave me hope because I'm like, oh, we're shifting at the same time. God is going to, you know, carry us all. I mean, he's going to carry us all regardless, but us doing it together, us shifting together we can be each other's support system in the shift because of course we want to do the shift, but it doesn't mean the shift doesn't come with challenges and different things. And it was crazy, but 
to connect though in the beginning i wanted to paint this picture right so let me paint this picture at tc we've been talking about uh we're in our wow series well now we should be in fun month but we were in our wow series and that is worship on the word and really understanding what it looks like to worship god and you know in the ways that we live our life and not just the songs that we sing but i had a moment um a couple of weeks ago and it was like on a friday and i had sat down oh god this is going to be so unsanitary but listen i woke up that friday morning and i felt fine but it's like after an hour or two, I was like doing laundry, cleaning up or whatever. I I could feel the sadness come and it was so sad. And I went, turned off the lights. I laid down on my bathroom floor. Disgusting, but I did. There was a bathroom mat, guys. Relax. We clean our bathrooms. Relax. But it's still the bathroom, right? <laughs> but I laid down on the bathroom floor. Like that's the kind of sad I didn't give a fuck, right? I laid down on the bathroom floor. I just sat. I sat in silence for a minute and then I played this song. I had, I played this song that I heard same day on an IG video and I was like, oh, I like the way it sounds. I want to add it to my gospel playlist. The song is called Gratitude by Brandon Lake. Gratitude by Brandon Lake. And you know that I've been talking about making sure I'm writing down in my gratitude journal or just really trying to practice gratitude in general and just giving thanks because it can help shift your perspective which is a necessity for me always but definitely these past few years have kept me sane kept my eyes focused on god and just what blessings whether it's the people around me or the things around me or the situations around me what are the things i feel like blessings that are still keeping me right and both versus just focusing so much on the negative so that Friday, I'm in the bathroom. I sat in silence for a little bit. I remember that I had just added that song. I started playing it. I was in the bathroom for like over an hour. And I mean, crying, laying on the floor, crying, laying on the floor. And then got to a point where I wasn't crying. I was just laying on the floor and the song just played and played and played and played. And then like 12 o'clock hit and I said, I'm going to let the song play through one final time. And then I got up and I came out the bathroom. But before I even came out the bathroom, this is one of the most important parts that I can't forget. My brother came and he checked on me. And he said, Sissy, he said, Are you okay? I said, Yeah, baby. I like tried to not sound like I was crying. I'm like, Yeah, baby. I was like, What do you need? I'm like, Are you ready to eat? Like, what's going on? You need me? He's like, No, I just want to make sure you're okay. I said, I'm okay. I'm okay. He said, okay. He stood by the door for a little bit to try to listen, make sure his sissy was really okay. Oh, my heart. And then he went back and he got in the bed and he started watching some more cartoons. That moment reminded me of the summer before I went to high school. I've talked about this before. Me and another friend um, were having crying spells and just we're sad and we had so much going on mentally and everything and we always joke about that time like we'll never be back there or do you remember how sad we were and different things but we couldn't really figure it out we were like 18 we had no idea what was going on and I think life was in such a go to the next thing go to the next thing you, you know it's like you graduate high school get ready for college we never really had time to sit down and process so that summer 
I think our bodies were processing what our brains couldn't even comprehend at that time. And even to this day, I still discover new things about that season. I'm like, oh, that makes sense now. Or, oh, this is what I was feeling. Oh, I have words to put to what was going on. And um, I love that because me and that friend will still talk about that to this day. But that summer, um, before I went to college, my brother was young, like baby. He could, I think he could walk at that point. And I definitely knew he was like crawling a lot. And I was on that same bathroom floor, different mat guys, same bathroom floor and sitting in the dark. So sad. And that's that parallel moment that I had. My brother crawled. <laughs> Jesus. My brother crawled. I heard him. And I hear this tiny little baby hand tap on the door. Of course, it sounded a little different. Um, and it was him. And he was just tapping on the door. Like, I know my sissy's in there. And it's like, I don't know. It's like his heart could feel that his sissy's heart was broken. And I know some people may be listening. They're like, girl, you're so dramatic. You're making this up. But you'd have to you have to understand our connection to know. And you would have just had to have been there to know. And you'd also have to know how God works to really fully grasp what I'm trying to say. Um, but it was it was beautiful and it was crazy because that hand, oh my God, you know how like you put your hand up to the glass or something with like the animals or something like how people do that that's what it felt like behind the door but I was still laid out on the floor kind of thing and I went and I sat by him I didn't open the door but I sat by him from inside the bathroom and he plopped down on the other side of the door he sat there he sat there he didn't move he sat there so fast forward to all these years later and me laying on the same bathroom floor different map and my brother's still coming out and checking on me in the same way. And I thought, what parallel moments? Because this is years later. I don't even know exactly the number of years to tell you right now. But it's a good over six, right? And I had that thought in my head while I was sitting down. But, you know, I got up. I praise God. Oh, yeah. We've been talking about uh, worshiping on the word and worshiping God no matter what. No matter what and um, worshiping when you feel like it and when you don't, when you're sad and when you feel like you can. And sometimes you don't have to sing. Sometimes just play the music and let your heart do all the worshiping for you because that's all you got. And your soul will, your soul will do it. Your soul will get it done. Your heart will get it done. Sometimes you don't ever have to open your mouth. I mean, it helps when you have the strength to open your mouth. I'm not trying to negate that at all, but sometimes you don't even have the strength to do that. And my soul was worshiping God because I had no words. I had nothing but tears. And there's a line in the song that's like, um, oh my God, I, I'm so bad with lyrics. Where he's just like, all my words fall short. I got nothing new. How could I express all my gratitude? I could sing these songs as I often do, but every song must end and you never do. So I throw up my hands and I praise you again and again. Like, that's literally what I felt um, in that moment on the bathroom floor. And so fast forward to that Saturday. I feel like the shift had already kind of started for all of us in our minds and everything. 
But the revelation that we were all going through the shift happened that Saturday. I felt so good that Saturday. It was like crazy. It was like a night and day experience. I felt so good. I felt good when I woke up. I had breakfast with my mom and my brother. It was beautiful. It was so beautiful. We like laughed, we joked, and it was some good breakfast. Shout out to mom. It was some good breakfast. And it was just good. Like the day was good. I had the shift or had the revelation of the shift. And having that powerful, just eye-opening experience that Sunday, I was writing in my journal. I played the song Gratitude again. And God gave me another revelation. On Friday, I was, I felt dead, defeated, depleted, just empty, right? But I was still praising him. And I was playing the gratitude song. I was trying to be grateful. And by Sunday, Saturday, I felt, you know, like I was feeling good too. By Sunday, I felt so good. The revelation that I had had, anytime God gives you clarity on something, whoa. Anytime God gives you confirmation uh, from more than one person, whoa. Anytime stuff starts to make sense in this world, whoa, whoa. It's like a, it's a great feeling that can't even be described because we all crave understanding. We all crave explanations. We crave to want to know the whys. And so much of us is submitting to the fact that we don't understand everything. We probably will never, that's not even probably, we never will understand everything. And if we get the answers to some things, love it, take it as a blessing. But if we don't, praise them and continue anyway. By that Sunday, I felt, no pun intended, resurrected i felt renewed i felt restored and it made me think of resurrection weekend god went down on that friday that good friday even though it felt like a sad friday that good friday saturday he was you know doing his thing battling the worlds that he needed to for us by sunday he rose again and i felt like i had like that same kind of experience and it was just beautiful and wow all at the same time and I just thank God for letting me experience it I thank God for continuously being here with me I thank God for the strategic timing of the wow series of worshiping on the word because I didn't know that I would need to be worshiping on the word in in such a deep way in real time like of course i know worship on the word anyways but for it to have such a a deeper and impactful meaning it was like i was being taught everything i needed to be taught right on time because and that's ooh, that's the intentionality of god because when the battles came up when the test came i was ready <laughs> i had studied i had already had the knowledge i was in class already i already knew right and i had also been strong in my word on my own right? I had to protect my mental to not drown because we know how easy it is for me to have the possibility to drown. And I just refuse to do that. Like your girl's going to be swimming, 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 and everybody's just going to have to deal with it. And as I was talking to you guys um, and explaining the story, and I hope that kind of makes sense because y'all know I'd be jumping around. The scripture came to my mind and it's from the Psalms and it's by my guy, David. Y'all know I love me some David. He's my favorite, you know, because he'll tell people, I hope like you and your children suffer kind of thing. But then in the very next breath, be like, I love you, God, save me. Like David was just a real one. Okay. 
This is Psalm 34, and this is a Psalm of David. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are discouraged take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me, freeing me from all my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. That's how I felt starting Saturday and really on Sunday, y'all. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. I cried out to the Lord in my suffering and he heard me. He set me free from all my fears. For the angel of the Lord guards all who fear him and he rescues them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who trust in him. Let the Lord's people show him reverence. For those who honor him will have all they need. Even strong young lions sometimes go hungry. That line hits so differently for me within this past month and a half, but I'm not even getting into that because we're running out of time. But those who trust in the Lord will never lack anything good. Come, my children, and listen to me, and I will teach you to fear the Lord. Do any of you want to live a life that is long and good? Then watch your tongue. Keep your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Work hard at living in peace with others. Y'all know I've been working on that. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. His ears are open to their cries for help, but the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. He will erase their memory from the earth. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those who are crushed in spirit. That Friday, I I was crushed and didn't even know I was going to be crushed. And that's why it's so important for us to stay worshiping God and and stay at the feet of Jesus and being in his presence. Because the attacks will come sometime when you least expect it. I didn't expect to wake up and be that sad that Friday. I didn't even wake up that sad. The sadness hit me out of nowhere and thought it would take me out. But, whoo, it projected me into such a life-changing weekend. Jesus, I couldn't have... I I couldn't have thought, you know, I couldn't have imagined. I'm still in awe. Two to three weeks later, I'm still in awe. The righteous, oh, okay. Are we done with the verse? The righteous face many troubles, but the Lord rescues them from each and every one. For the Lord protects them from harm and not one of their bones will be broken. Calamity will surely overtake the wicked and those who hate the righteous will be punished. But the Lord will redeem those who serve him. Everyone who trusts in him will be freely pardoned. And I know that was really long, but the most important thing, well, I would—I don't, I really don't care how long that was because Psalms are my favorite. David is my guy and it's painting the picture that it needs to paint. And I got to hold the microphone in the episode because it's giving me trouble at this point. So that was worth the long read and I know that will bless the people it's supposed to bless and thank you guys for letting me read my verses okay but the point of that was is David literally saying I will praise the Lord at all times I will constantly speak his praises it doesn't matter whether I'm upset sad or whatever I worshiped him and I I'm not even saying like it will always happen this fast but Friday depleted Saturday started to feel good like Saturday morning I didn't even need the afternoon Saturday morning like literally sitting down enjoying breakfast with my mom and my brother by Sunday you couldn't tell me like that's 
the power of God and God just letting me know, like, I'm here. I got you. And it's not like a tick for tat. Like, I feel like God would have saved me whether I did that worship song or not. But God knew where to meet me because I was honest to him where I was. I was honest about where I was. And my God, he just, he filled me with his love. He filled me with his peace. He gave me clarity and understanding. And I feel like even that Friday was necessary. Just like on Good Friday, the crucifixion was necessary for him to be able to rise again and then ascend. And, you know, all the amazing, wonderful perks and benefits that we get to this day because he did it just like the betrayal from Judas was necessary. The trauma that I have faced and will face in the future, it's necessary. It's all necessary because it all works together for our good. All right, guys. So I hope that helped. I hope this makes sense. And I hope this blesses somebody. And uh, yeah, I share some really vulnerable moments with you guys, but I got complimented on One of my really good friends, she told me, she said, it is an honor to listen to your podcast and for you to share this with us in the world. And it touched my heart in such a way because I'm like, thank you. It, I, I was honored by who it came from. It meant a lot. And then just the fact that me being vulnerable and sharing my testimony is like beneficial, like it's helping. And it makes people, we're doing the job, guys. Like we're really helping people feel seen, heard, and understood. And hopefully learning how to love each other a little more and how to have boundaries and all that kind of stuff. But the most important thing is to feel seen, heard, and understood. And hopefully love each other a little better. All right. So BK is doing its thing. I love you guys. I thank you guys for all the support. Thank you for the people that speak life into me because that's something else. Like it's so much that happened within that three-day span that I don't have time to break down, nor is it really of you guys' business. But thank you to all the people who's, who are, who did, and who are and will speak so much life into me. Certain people's words are feeding me in a way I didn't, my soul didn't even know it needed to be fed and God knows all. And so he's very strategic with me hearing certain words during certain times and not letting it happen a moment before and letting it happen right on time. His timing is everything. And I got to get out of here because I could be all day talking about God in that experience. Um, I hope I shared enough for it to make sense and for you guys to get it. I love you. Love you, my BK fam. I can't wait to see what we talk about next time. All right, guys. Bye. Speaking fluently, so just listen.